millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Giddy Art Comedy. Welcome back to the House of Commons for another session of Plebs PMQs. I'm joined once again by my good friend, the Speaker of the House, Mr. Lindsay Hoyle. Andre, Andre, I've told you before, Prime Minister, you're not allowed to lie in the House. That's a very serious offence, and you need to correct the record. I'm afraid I don't understand, Mr. Speaker. I, I haven't lied. I have no idea what you're referring to. Uh, you said I was your friend. I'm a bollocks, your friend. Right, you great southern pods. Uh, this is me doing you a favour in return for appearance, so don't go mistaken that for friendship. It's strictly business, OK? Ah, uh, yes, of course, Miss Beagard. Uh, it won't happen again. Right, uh, let's get on with the questions then. Uh, the first one has been left using SpeakPap, and it comes from Alex. Hello, Mr Prime Minister. I'm very scared that unlocking might kill us all. Thank you for that, Alex, but I, but I can assure you that uh, you really are worrying unnecessarily. Of course, unlocking isn't going to kill you all. I mean, it will kill quite a few of you, yes, but not all. You can take it from me that I've considered the situation very carefully, and it is definitely better to let a few thousand people die than annoy the right-wing nuts in my party who think any public health measure is an infringement of their human rights. Well, there is a reasonable argument to be made uh, that, that you need to be human. Uh, before you can have human rights. My natural instinct is just to pander to these libertarian fuckwits. Uh, there's a great dichotomy at the heart of this policy. On the one hand, we're removing all the rules and placing total faith in the British people to make the right choices and act responsibly. On the other hand, we think that the majority of British people are worthless plebs who should be left in charge of a hamster. But, but, but ultimately, we don't care what people do, provided it's their decision and not ours. Uh, well, that way, we can blame them when it all goes tits up. The next question comes from Alison Box. She says, Is your English shirt now being used to line Dylan's dog basket? Oh, thank you, Alison, for this uh, very astute question. Uh, as you seem to guess, I had no earthly interest in an England football shirt before I saw an opportunity to align myself with a team that had clearly caught the public imagination. I only wish someone had pointed out to me that normal people don't wear football shirts over the top of their shirt and tie. But it served its purpose well, which, which, which was to circulate. Photos of me proudly wearing my England shirt with the name Boris on the back, which in turn provided people with Photoshop skills the perfect opportunity to replace the word Boris with words like twat and cockwomble. Strangely enough, I, I did try lining Dylan's basket with it, but, but he took one sniff and ran away whimpering. I suspect uh, he's an Italy supporter. Uh, now we've got one for a regular contributor, Daryl Cap. Daryl says, would Darren Grabs make an excellent ambassador to Indonesia? I'm afraid I would, I would have to really hate Indonesia to wish Darren Grimes on them, which I did. So, so I think the only diplomatic job 
uh, he should have is, is the one he does anyway, uh, ambassador to his mum's spare bedroom. We've got a question from someone called Kant. Are you pleased with the response to the English football team performance aligns to the racist foundations of Brexit? Oh, I think it's a little unreasonable to suggest that Brexit is in any way connected to the bar racism that follows the Euros final. I mean, Britain didn't have racist foundations. It simply harnessed the power of racism to win a vote by demonising foreigners, telling immigrants to go home, and generally creating a sense of hatred and division. Just because I made racist comments myself and my government have consistently refused to support anti-racist statements and protests doesn't mean that racists now feel empowered and that it's perfectly acceptable to be openly racist and abusive. Or perhaps it does, who knows, I have more of the point, who cares? Now we've got a question through SpeakPap, this one's from a Mr Fush. Fake Prime Minister, uh, an ex-friend's wife who we consider to be fake posh, aka Fosh. Oh. My question is this, now that Matt Mancock has left, is there a lack of Fosh cabinet ministers you can now blame it all on? I thank you for your concern Mr Fosh, uh, just for the record, there's nothing fake posh about me, I, 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 I'm, I'm the real article. Uh, it's sure that Matt Hancock's departure was a little earlier than planned, and that I had him firmly lined up to take the fall for my handling of the pandemic, but please don't worry on my account. I mean, the main thing is that Hancock was in place for most of the pandemic, so believe me, I'm still going to blame him. After all, he was fucking hopeless. And in any case, I only resort to blaming ministers in really desperate circumstances. I mean, the first port of call, when we need a scapegoat, will always be to blame a civil servant or the NHS. They are much more expendable. Uh, next one is from Samuel Harworth. He says, uh, if football had come home, would you have, would you have had it departed? Oh, there'd be no need for me to do that, Samuel. That's pretty Patel's job, and she takes our duties very seriously. Football's feet wouldn't have touched the ground before it was shipped off to Africa for processing. Uh, got one here from some joker called a uh, political junkie. Uh, does Carrie gag when you kiss her? Uh, strangely enough, she does, but she assures me I, uh, it isn't because she doesn't like me. It's, it's, just because, uh, it's just that my tongue keeps touching the back of her throat. <laughs> better stop the, because you started to trigger my gag reflex now. Right, next question comes from J.B. McPherson, who says, uh, How much did it cost to hire your bunting? I must say I'm surprised here that anyone would think I have any idea how much bonding costs. I mean, I don't even know how much was spent on the, the decoration of my flat or my Caribbean holiday, or even who paid for them. Although uh, one big difference uh, with bunting is that I do know who paid for it. Uh, the good old British taxpayer put in the bill for that quite right too, seeing as it was clearly in the national interest to have some photos of me pretending to give a toss about football. Uh, this next one comes from Mike H, who wants to know, are you proud of the Johnson variant named, named after you? I think trying to attach my name to the new variant is grossly unfair, actually. I mean, how can anyone possibly say that the new variant is any fault of mine? How about because you let 20,000 people travel here from India when it should have been on the red list because you fancied a trip there yourself? Well, I, I mean, when you put it out like that, I, I mean... Moving on, right, got another one here left for us on SpeakPap. This comes from Tessa. Hello, Parody Boris. How are you doing? My name is Tessa, and I'd like to know what your next dress-up is going to be. Well, Tessa, I'm not sure I understand what you mean by this question. I mean, I don't make a habit of dressing up. I can only imagine that you're referring to the hard work I do every day, travelling around the country, visiting businesses and meeting loads of ordinary, hard-working people just like me. I, I'm being very health and safety conscious. I wouldn't dream of going into a factory without a high-vis jacket and a hard hat. Or entering a laboratory without a white coat and goggles. I mean, if you're asking whether my three photographers follow me around and stage photographs of me dressed as though I have a real job, yes, they do. And if you're asking whether we then circulate these photographs to the press who lap them up and reproduce them, yes, we do. 
But does that mean I'm an egocentric self-publicist who loves doing photo calls because I like being in the news? Then, well, I, I, yes, I suppose it does, really. Next question comes from Kevin Fitz. He says, uh, what upsets you more, losing the match with Italy or the death of more than 150,000 people to COVID? Well, that's a very interesting question, Kevin, uh, because uh, whether by accident or design, you're asking me to choose between two things that I couldn't give a shit about. My, my only disappointment about the Euros is that if we had one, I was able to capitalise on the Pride in England team and, and turn it into some sort of twisted, jingoistic nationalism to whip the little Englanders into a flag-shagging frenzy. Uh, occasionally, I have to remember to sound sorry that 150,000 people have died because of my incompetence. I, I think I'm a pretty good actor, but to be honest, it's a bit of a strip. Uh, interesting one from Not An Easy Game. Uh, they, they want to know, uh, would you ever consider a celebrity job swap? How about Robert Peston? He has shit hair, looks like he's been dragged through a bush backwards whenever he's on the telly too. I, I think if I was going to do a job swap, I'd probably go for a, an even closer match for Robert Peston. Uh, yes, it would have to be a wurzel, wurzel gummage. I, I really look like my hair is made out of straw and, there, and there's a big hole in my chest where my heart should be. So, so I'm sure I'd do a great job of the scarecrow. And, and if this country was run by someone with a turnip for a head, I'd very much doubt that anyone would notice the difference. Next up is Nicola Cookson. She says, uh, after wearing an England top over, over a shirt and tie, do you have any more fashion tips? At last, someone who appreciates my natural sense of style. About time to thank you, Nicola. And yes, I'd be happy to offer some tips for those of a less groovy and hip disposition than myself. Uh, first and foremost, never ever iron your shirt and be sure not to tuck more than half of it into your trousers at any one time. Secondly, always carry a packet of desiccated coconut around and scatter it on your shoulders in case you run low on natural dandruff. And thirdly, don't buy more than one suit in time because that's all you'll ever need, however many times you get. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
married. I'm taking notes here. This is priceless. Uh, another one now from Speakpipe. This one's from Lee Gifford. If you thought for one fleeting second that it would win you the next election, you would be down on one knee faster than Matt Hancock's hands went down Gina Colodangelo's knickers. Wouldn't you? I think it's fair to see that, uh, that there's very little I wouldn't do to further my career or line my own pockets. I mean, principles are all very well, but, but I think it's important that you don't start thinking of them as the basis of a lot of fundamental belief system. I, uh, one of the skills that, that can be most useful in politics is the ability to choose the right principle at the right time and the willingness to drop your old principles like a hot potato when they're no longer useful. So, so are there any circumstances in which I would, I would take the knee? Most emphatically, yes. Would it be because I wanted to take a giant stand against racism? Most emphatically, no. <laughs> right, I've got one here from Bob who says, How far can you go with insulting the bud life that voted for you before they notice and lift their heads quizzically like a zombie in, in a Romero movie hearing a sound before charging? Well, that's an interesting analogy, Bob, but, but thankfully, uh, most of the people that, who vote for me uh, aren't anything like as intelligent as your average zombie. I, I think my voters are more like the sort of zombies who, who would look at me dangling my plump, meaty flesh in front of them, but then choose to eat their own arm instead. So that's why I think I could pretty much carry on uh, saying and doing whatever I like for some time yet. Right, this is starting to get bloody weird again, so let's just quit while we're ahead, shall we? Right, c- can you wrap it up now, please, Prime Minister? Uh, yes, of course, Mr. Speaker. I-, I must say we were rather sport for choice this week. So, so apologies to anyone who asked a question that we didn't manage to fit in. I, I do need to remind everyone that, uh, that they can uh, help make this podcast possible by supporting us through Patreon. Uh, supporters on Patreon, I can get a shout-out like our millionaire cronies, Andrew Smith, Nicholas Fisher, Andrew Woodalls, Evie Smith, Jonathan Williams, Simon Roberts, Alison McGreef, Banj Jackson, Louisa Dora, Milton Yates... Or our wonderful Patreon flag shaggers, John Platt and Jason Pritchard. Yeah! Uh, you'll find a link to uh, Patreon in the description of this episode, or in my Twitter bio, or you can search on Google for Parody Boris Johnson Patreon, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple, we would love it if you could leave a review to let us know what you think, along with the obligatory five-star rating. Uh, the next episode of the Parody Boris Johnson podcast is out this Thursday, so please subscribe if you want to make sure you don't miss an episode. And remember that you can listen to all the past episodes of the podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All PMQs in the same place that you're listening to this. Thank you for listening, and until next time, goodbye.